Ah. <laughs> Bila say na don reach Make na listen. Well, well. Simple. Two prisoners whose cells adjoin communicate with each other by knocking on the wall. The wall is the thing which separates them, but it's also the means of how they communicate. Every separation is a link. In a village boys, we explore the separation of the black culture because we understand that by bringing it to light, we will recreate links that will eventually unite us all back together. Our guest comes to us all the way from East Africa, from Somalia, then Kenya. He's actually our first guest we have from East Africa. Hanwala, he is a survivor, a refugee, and now a really good soccer player. He plays for Nashville Soccer Club. And this guy is legitimately one of the most humble people we've ever had on this podcast and his perspective on gratitude and just his appreciation for the simplest things in life would really have you forgetting all your problems literally so this is literally a a podcast an episode that's going to help you forget about most of the problems that you have and you recognize that it's the little things that keep life going it's the little things so when y'all listen y'all gonna hear a man's story of how he survived wars um, and life in a refugee camp, what that actually looked like. I know we've had previous guests before who were refugees, but here we really get to see um, and hear what that actually was like on a day to day and his transition here um, to America and, you know, just his growth to being, you know, a great and successful soccer player. So enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the village. So it's a village boy, Chukwemeka. And your other village boy, Victor Sokowachi. Sado. There we go. Sado. <laughs> and um, on the podcast, man, we have a, we have a, a cool guest, man, from, from Nashville. Uh, is it soccer club now? Yeah. yeah. Nashville soccer club. I still haven't been to a game yet, bro. <laughs> still haven't been to yeah. it. I'm, I'm going to go check it out hopefully one day. Yeah, it's um, pretty slick. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, so. I think y'all, y'all won one of y'all last games, right? Yeah, 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 we did. So, Five to one this past. I was at the game this one? past weekend. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Um, play. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and go by you go by the name of uh, Handwala. Let me know if I'm correct. Saying that right, Hand- Handwala, 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 Handwala. Okay, cool. I was kind of close. <laughs> nice. Handwala. Okay, I want to <laughs> know what that means, by the way, in in, in a minute. But um, uh, it's it's a it's an Arabic word, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was a person that was like back in the day. It's a really long story, but it was like a warrior kind of yeah. Word. So yeah. Cool. So my, my my parents named me after that. Do they want That's you awesome, to be a warrior? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a little debate between me and my dad. My dad wanted Muhammad, or my mom wanted Hanwala. Uh, my dad yeah. wanted Muhammad, so I was going back and forth. <laughs> is your middle name Muhammad now, though? Yeah, my middle name is Muhammad. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I was yeah. gonna say it had to be there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is Hanwala Muhammad. One. Uh, yeah. uh, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. One of my best friends was um, he he was Muslim, so I was 
I will always like, be around them and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I just fell in love with like just the, like Arabic names. Just Arabic, the language yeah. in general to me is beautiful, bro. Wallahi. Like yeah. it's, it's beautiful to me. <laughs> Wallahi. Wallahi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know he's telling the truth if you say Wallahi. Wallahi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know it's so crazy, bro. Me and my uh, friends were walking the other day. And I was telling her a story about what, something that happened in Nigeria. And, yeah. you know, like, it sounded crazy, but, like, I had to let her know it was true. And so sometimes what we do in Nigeria, we put yeah. our finger on the floor, and then we put it on our tongue, and then we put it up in the air. <laughs> and, <our> life. <laughs> and, like, this just came so natural. I'm like, bro, why yeah, am I doing yeah. this right now? But I was yeah. like, like, I'm telling the truth, you know? So right, when you really right, want right. somebody to believe, you got to do that. Yeah, yeah. When he does it, you know, yeah, he's telling the truth. Yeah. He's telling the truth. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, but yeah, man. Just how about you give us a little intro uh, to who you are? Um, just like because I feel like a, a lot of our a lot of our listeners are like soccer fans. A lot of our listeners naturally are African, <clears throat> like African Americans are interested in the game of soccer and stuff. So let's go ahead yeah. and introduce yourself a little bit. Um, I mean, yeah, first of all, my name is Anwala Buana and um originally from Somalia, but I was born in Kenya, Mombasa. And um yeah, I was uh I was raised in Mombasa until I was eleven, then I came to America. So it's not really just simple as introduction, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, so I've been in America for since two thousand and ten. So it's been uh, eleven years now. Wow. Oh wow. That's yeah, pretty so, cool, man. Yeah. 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 Um, so you say you're originally from Somalia? Yeah, my par- both of my parents are from Somali, so yeah. But I was I was born in uh in, in Mombasa when uh when my parents were fi- uh, running away from their country because there was a big war going on and like civil war. Yeah. And so they ended up in Kenya and I was born there and uh, yeah, yeah, and then I I pretty much spent my whole life there and then before coming to America, yeah. You know what's so interesting? <clears throat> like a lot of us this our generation of like Africans are not yeah. that far removed from like war. our country's independence. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like <clears throat> all this civil war, we have to gain our own independence. Like we're not that far mm-hmm. removed, bro. Like it was like, mm-hmm. damn near like right there. <clears throat> I grew up in that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. Like you can see like every, every single country has a different type of war and people running yeah. away from man. Like, sure? then if, if that country didn't have a war, it, either it's going on right now and it just, mm-hmm. you know, it's always something going on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's never settled down. It's never peace in this world, which is crazy part. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Exactly. And it could all be so easy. You know what I mean? So like easy, it all yeah. be so easy, but yeah. humans and egos and power and dominance just yeah. makes it a lot harder. So did your parents growing up, did they tell you about those stories about like fleeing from war or <clears> like those experiences? It, it, uh, there was, um, I don't know what year, I think maybe it was last year we were um, the quarantine time when you spend all your time with your family and um, yeah. we, we was actually fasting my mother and we were eating so I was spending time with my mom a lot and um, she was actually telling me a story she was like um, she was telling me like oh your older brother so I have an older brother <clears throat> who was about three he was like three years old at the time and um, and usually the 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 men will stay in that village. There was a small, there was a small village between like away from Somalia. It's like close to Somalia. And so then the, the soldiers will come into that village and either attack women or attack like rape people or like try wow. to steal stuff, you know? And so then if then there's a lot of like 
the men would be like in the shore where they they're watching if anything happens or if they come, and they would yeah. go home and yell. And then everybody, the woman will start running in the middle, like we'll start yeah. running in the forest, like in the forest where the bushes are deeper, deeper in the forest. Yeah. And so my mom was telling me like, yeah, they were coming, and suddenly we all panic, and then I, I realized I forgot my three year old son. Oh geez. And and uh, so my mom, my mom, was, I was like, "Yo, mom, how you forget him?" She said, you know, you, when, when you're in the situation, you're panicking. People are coming, gun. Of course, mm -hmm. you gonna forget stuff, you know. Yeah, for sure. So mom, you know, and she said like, "Oh yeah." So I, she, my mom started panicking. She started running back, and 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 people are holding her hand. You can't go back. There's no point of going back. You're gonna yeah. die. So all the women are running away, and the men are kind of staying and hiding, either try to protect or like fight, you know. Yeah. And um. She said, like, I'm sleeping like three days there. I don't know where my son is. Wow. I don't know what's going on, if he's dead or not. But it turns out my like his son was just playing in the house. <laughs> and he chilling. was and nobody's at the house for like a couple of days. Wow. And I guess it turns out like my, my uncle was taking care of him, but nobody was in it. So my dad, my mom was crying. My dad was my dad has no idea where he is. And it was just yeah. it was, it, those type of stories, like they tell you it's crazy. They were just coming to the house and try to like rape women and take care take advantage of the power and stuff so it was it was a lot of going on a lot of people were dying a lot of people were killing in front of the women's and like men's and so yeah. that's that's that, that's like a, <clears throat> a basic story of like oh, what my mom used to tell me about it's even worse you know sometimes they used to walk 10 miles try to cross the the uh the border try to cross yeah. the kenya and it was not even 10 miles more than that so they had to go through the boat through the bushes so the, it was just a long walk but it's like thinking about it, it's like man it's crazy. at that point my mom had uh you know older brother older sister like three of them so you can't carry all of them so you gotta switch back carry this one drop yeah. this one carry that one drop that one That's make true. that one walk and you keep going back and forth rest sleep under the tree and all night you don't know if there's a snake or anything you never know yeah. So um, the story is telling me then going to going to a different country where you don't know anybody there, you get a start all over again. It's so it's um the story she tells me is just, it's incredible. It's just, it's kind of scary and at the same time, like yo, mama, really appreciate for what you've done for like yeah, us, you know? Real yeah, talk, but, man. Real talk. <clears throat> that's that's petrifying, man. Because in the sense of like like you said, I think it's a testament to like African parents and like your parents, like the resilience, you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. Like, it's so easy to throw in the towel in that type of situation because, like, you're facing, like, it's literally life and death. And it's yeah. so, it's such a petrifying thing. Like, you leave your son. You don't. It's, it's just so much uncertainty. You don't know if you're going to ever see him again. You don't know exactly. if he's okay. You don't know, like, if you're going to be okay. And you still have to be strong enough to at least lead your family into the right direction of, like, okay, we're going here next or we're doing this next. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's, that's the really, really hard thing to do when you're in a state of panic. So... It's like you said, it just makes you like appreciate your parents and their sacrifice so much more. And because that's not a normal scenario. One of one of my yeah. homies, Roland, he came on the podcast, too, and he's from um, he's from Congo. Okay. And he had like a very similar situation where like it was they had a bunch of kids, like two or three kids at the time. And there's fleeing war as well. And everything that goes into that, you don't really like when you see it in the movies, you don't really understand how like yeah. when you're in that turmoil, how just like traumatizing that is you yeah. know so you got to think so quick on your feet legit every man. day you damn <clears throat> sleep legit. you can and you are, you are in this small village where you don't know like the only way to run away pretty much either with the boat <laughs> or yeah. feet you know that's true but you guys so were, you guys there's no the, cars so it's it's like a, like a it's like a kind of island kind of mm. small island 
and it's all like pretty much like our type of people were living there and it's like really we surrender by water sure. and everything so they used to end by the way it's uh it's called bajuni bajuni okay yeah, yeah so, I, have, um, i have a friend from magadishu magadishu yeah yeah magadishu. <laughs> i grew up with one of my homies <laughs> mohammed <laughs> mohammed mahamud i grew yeah, up with magadishu that, so, yeah. that's uh that was like that was going that was wild and uh yeah i mean i don't know if you've seen the movie uh black hawks down no i haven't seen it's, it. it's based on true story when when um uh, i guess the, the navy or the u.s force were sent to somalia try to like settle down the civil war but yeah it's, it's, <laughs> if you see the things that was happening there it was wild like yeah you know it's a good movie it's based on true stories you know yeah. things that what happens to it but um this was even worse than where we were we were we were just scared of like just getting killed because we didn't have no power we were yeah. small of people we weren't mm-hmm. that many it was just small people but um but so everything happens for a reason is is the war still going on now or has it has it died <laughs> down or? That, that that place that that place is cursed i don't know what it is man like that that whole country no disrespect to my yeah. country but it's mm-hmm. it's it's never settled it's always about it's all about um what you call it in america it's all, like it's, it's corruption it's all about the groups Different, different type of like uh, tribal stuff. Tribe, tribal stuff. You know, this yeah. tribe is, thinks they're more power than this, and the mm-hmm. presidents. It just is. It's too much, you know. Yeah, and so then it's like over there, you never know. One day you just sit down and you heard the news. Oh, there was a bomb. Boom, boom. There. Oh, there's Damn. a bomb. Boom, boom. There. You know. Damn. And and, and, and there's like the there's there's what you call it the like uh, the uh, what the. <sighs> Uh, like Al Shabab also has their own land, like island there. Yeah. Like so, they just fighting. They it just goes yeah. back and forth. Bombs be dropping anywhere, or one day you'll see explosion. Five hundred people, two hundred people dying. It's, you never know. That's the wow. thing over there. Like even going visit there, nobody does. They do. It's a little safe now, but it's like yeah, your heart, you literally your soul is in your hand. Yeah, because you never know what's gonna happen. You be you can't sleep. You have to sleep with one eye open. Yeah, next thing you know, boom. It's like it's like it's crazy because that that country itself mm-hmm. is the most beautiful. Like it's gifted. There's oil. There's yeah. water. There's like the earth itself. It's gorgeous because right, yeah. it's right on the ocean. Mm-hmm. It has the longest beach. Like it has the longest like beach in Africa. Wow, in the whole Africa. So it's like they have all these. You, if they came together and equal one, they could create the most beautiful thing that people want. Like be one of the best country in Africa. Yeah. But That's people crazy. are so, but, but people are so selfish that mm-hmm. they just want, it's about them and their people. Yeah. It's like, never about, yeah, go ahead. I've noticed like the countries with, <clears throat> with the, with the best natural resources usually are never at peace. Exactly. Yeah, like Libya, like For Libya sure. was at the time was, you know, top 10 and like oil reserves and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like not. Cause everybody, yeah, because yeah. everybody sees this money, you know? Yeah, it's greed. It's, it's like, damn, like, yeah. this money, I can do so much. It's like, I got to start a little beef. It just goes like that. For sure, for sure. So, yeah. It's human it's nature, cra- in, in a sense. It's human nature and greed Crazy. and self-preservation, in a sense. So, yeah. It's, I mean, and I think, I feel like that's, like, the story, like, it's the sad <laughs> story of Africa. Like you said, there's a lot of resources and abundance in Africa. Like, Africa is the most resourceful continent in the world. Yeah, that's still uh, still like has the most poverty and it still has the most impoverishment. And it makes you think like in terms of like all these tribal wars and that flow from colonialism and things of that nature that's destabilized Africa. You can still see the effects in today's society. And it's crazy because like back then it was like 
colonialism came and did their own thing. But now it's us like we're doing it to our own people, which makes it even sadder. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's 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 really sad, to be honest, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. It's wild. You never know. You you see what's going on in South Africa now. Yeah. South Africa was known one of the most beautiful country mm-hmm. in uh, in Africa. Now this is going on, and next thing you know, sure. there's something going on there and there. It's always something new. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. It, it just, so it's, it's never it's never settled down. So I don't know when we 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 gonna come together and be equal one and be the most beautiful continent there is, and people want yeah. to come visit. Agree, you know, like agree. you see you see all these people going. You go on vacation, vacation, you tell me, hey, have you been to any country in Africa? No, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go to, they go to Europe, they go to, but like, you think about it, we have the most beautiful yeah. land there is. Yeah. There is. I feel like it is. We just, if we built it and make it equal one, it will, mm-hmm. Africa would be, like nobody would want to come to America or, or you, they just stay I home. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> So, so how was your experience? My, my friend, you got it, man. I was, literally, I, think I was gonna say what you were about to say. Like, how did you transition here? Yeah. Uh, did you come here as refugees. Yeah. So we so once we got to Kenya, we um we lived in the refugee camp. It was about in the middle of the desert. It's like it was like a desert pretty much. For it was about, I think it was um is it east? No, it can be east, it can be north. It's like north of Kenya. It's called Kakuma Refugee Camp. Nice. So it's about a couple, it's a three to two days drive. So it takes wow. the roads and uh, the roads are not very well. But so we, um, so we moved over there. So my mom was there since I was born, and so I grew up there playing football there with bare feet with some more garbage yeah. ball and um, <laughs> and then uh, Wait, yeah, what, what then kind of ball? garbage, garbage. For real? <laughs> I was I was known I was known to be uh, I was known to be the kid that uh, has the most garbage ball days because <laughs> I, I spent most of my time in garbage because there's um, they built it like there's a hole mm-hmm. so it's like they'll do it in the middle of like the uh, Fuji camp so there's a couple and so they throw garbage there so people will uh, throw garbage garbage yeah. in there and so then they burn it it's in the hole they burn it yeah and the hole is not that steep you can like climb down and go up. So I used to yeah. go there, spend my time in the garbage and I used to make a ball. I would make multiple <laughs> and I'll have a collection at home. You know? <laughs> and so then, so when kids come knock on the door, you feel, you know how when you have the ball? Yeah, you have the power, and, man. Yeah, and you have the power. So, <laughs> and you know, like, yo, it's like, you don't even know, like there's, there's pickup, there's just group of guys, group of kids come up to you. He's like, yo, I don't like yeah. a ball. You come out, shit, I'm playing too. No <laughs> <laughs> matter what happens, you always play. You yeah, always. and then it, and and things don't go my way. I take my ball, go home, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you, hey, you know they always had to treat you nice too because you had the ball. And you, yeah, you they can't. The they, they can't. Fo- they can't follow me. Yeah, I was gonna say whatever you call foul is foul. Just don't. Yeah, go. it's a foul. <laughs> and then even even if it's ninety nine to zero, next go wins. <laughs> 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 but oh man, so it's members. It's crazy. Like, like you think as a kid, you know, there's in the of Fuji camp. There's a lot of going on. There's a lot of killing. Like you were from from sunset to sun, uh, from sunrise to sunset. You were the mo- you were you were the most happiest kid there is. But once the sunset hit, you are most frightened and scared kid there is. Like it's um, you don't know what's gonna happen. People will come to a house and kill you. And wow. So was and, it other uh, refugees killing each other or like so the, outside the, people? The, 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 thing, the thing is, is we, the UN itself, the United Nations, built yeah. a refugee, try to be away from, um, 
from from the big cities because they never yeah. know when they get they, they are going to get attacked. You never know. That's how they they always safe with things, you know. Yeah. And so then we they moved the Darifuji in the middle of like northern Kenya. So it's we were at somebody's island. Okay. And these people are called uh, they called Turkana. So like, like Maasai. I don't know if you ever mm. they kind of Maasai oh. but Turkana. Maasai tribe. Yeah, like that. But except yeah. there's a different one it's called the, the Turkana tribe. Oh, okay, okay. Which is kind of my side. But these people don't really like, since 1990s, like 99, 98, they really didn't really dress. They were kind of like naked. So they oh, were wow. these people, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when they saw, they, they saw people moving to the Shufuji came and people started wearing clothes and started wearing clothes. So the guys yeah. started wearing, the guys started wearing a skirt first. <laughs> and, and, they, and, they, and they built their way out, you know? Yeah. So, um, so we were in their island and the Maasai people, like, the, you know, I, I, they were kind of lost, but at the same time, they had a lot of weapons. And so they would come into the house, group of women, steal either, like, rape women and then, wow. and, and, and still, and, uh, and still, like, the stuff. They, and the, the crazy thing is, like, they don't steal money. <laughs> They'll come steal spoon, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, dishes. That's, that's really? Yeah, like don't we don't have money? How, yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah. they, they they still like clothes, dishes. Next morning you wake up, man, you got no clothes, you got no dishes. You <laughs> you do so that's Damn. the type of stuff that they still. Bro. So they will come in with guns and stuff, and they would they would like kind of like, and then in the morning they would work for us. What? Because 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 the way at the refugee camp is every month we yeah. are provide we are provided like oil. The UN nation provided oil. Like for food and flowers and uh, like sugar mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. So then, the the Tukana people didn't really have that type of food. So they would come work for us, and they would we'll either give them like money because they don't even have money, or yeah. like or, or would give them like um like sh- like the uh flour, oil, this, that type of stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> and so then. They would work like the, the type of work that would kind of like go walk miles to get water or or um <clears throat> or clean the dishes, all that type of stuff. So they don't really like work work, but they like clean the dishes. Or if usually like the water is a couple miles, so you have to go walk miles. So they would walk miles to get you water and come back. And yeah. so then you you feed them, you do everything for them, but they do. So like the crazy part is like some people bond like a strong relationship with them. They become like yeah. family, like family. Yeah. Like you know you you know we had one where his name was we called him and he had a different name, but we called him. We changed his name to Musa. Mm-hmm. So we, we called him Musa. He became like a best friend. Like as a kid who growing up, we became yeah. best friends. You go play footy with him. But in the yeah. morning, he would come and work. He does his dishes and he, he would wake me up and well, let's go and we'll go play footy. He would eat yeah. with us and everything. So he became like kind of like a brother to us, Family, you know, even yeah. though we didn't really know, know him as a, like a, just a normal dude or I mean like a tribe kid, you know? Yeah. So we just took him. So some people do that or some people would, some of them would work and at the same time observe things that would see. Okay, uh, way he, so they can steal like, later. Yeah. So they can observe yeah. things and be like, okay, this is where to enter. This is where to enter. And then boom, they go attack in the house or boom, wow. they go attack in the house. Dang, oh, that's... They'll be like, they'll be like, they'll be like, okay, this house has like three women. So there's not going to be any danger. So we can go here, you know, uh, and take advantage of things, you know? Yeah. Damn. Damn. And so they, they did something. So the thing is like, we, 
like our like I'm not I like to brag about our people, but we had like one like we had the most beautiful in the like in Africa we have the one one of the most beautiful women. That's yeah, Somali women are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So East Africans, man. Yeah, East Africans in general. So <laughs> yeah. they would like even we had Ethiopians from the side, and we had like Somali. So we created yeah. this beauty like there's beauty there. So mm-hmm. and these bright people, then when they see that, they be like, oh my goodness, you know? Yeah, they come and take advantage. They they'll follow yeah. a woman if they see one. They'll follow a woman to the house. They're, okay, this is where she lives, and this is where we go. Wow. And then boom, they'll be attacking. Boom. They were, they, that's so they, terrifying as a woman. That's as a so woman. Terrifying. That's why they, they used to wear ninjas. A woman will not leave the house, you know? Like, so it's 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 scary, man. Like, but at the same time, it's crazy because you oh, can't wear ninjas when, you're, when thing, you're home. Only to their eyes so people won't know how beautiful they are? It's it's kind of protection from, uh, from like, they don't want, like, men to see them, kind of, you know? it's They yeah. only want, like, their family or their husband to see them, you know? Yeah. So they don't want to show it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you know they they is think men, cool? yeah, men's it just in order to, to like respect their purity, yeah, yeah, exactly to respect themselves, and because like you know they think if showing their beauty and all that, it's kind of like persuading to 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 men's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so that's how they do that, and, and also the same time protection, yeah, yeah. you know, so they would yeah, it's it's it, they would do that, but like at the same time, like when those. People, random people would work at a house. They obviously they can't be wearing that ninja the whole time, so they have it off. Yeah. So somebody will see him that works there and to go tells the group, "Oh yeah, this this one is fire! Like this beautiful woman here, here, you know." Yeah. And they just they just, they just do their stupid thing, you know. And if they wanna, if they wanna, like they usually would either rape them and then kill them after, or just leave them there. You never. Know? Wow. Just, so it's and when it comes at nighttime, you are fighting, you're scared, you just not, you don't know what's gonna happen. You sleep. Yeah. Like as a kid, no, you you sleep, you don't know what's going on. But mothers yeah. and all that, they don't really yeah. want know what, like the mothers would be like up, you know. Yeah. Especially me, me and my mom, you know, we lived. There's mom, there's a woman, there's me. I was like eleven years old or ten, and there's my little brother who's two years after me, so he was like eight or seven. Yeah. So there's not men. My dad divorced my mom when I was three, so there's not men. And my dad is, lives in the village too, but with another wife. Oh, okay. That and kid and, and kids. So. Yeah. You just didn't, as a mother, like for my mom, as a mother, she was scared. And my mom is one of the most scared ones. She's, she's, she's so scared. Like even when we first came to America and we don't know, <laughs> we don't know what the, what the flash button was. And my, my, yeah. my little brother went to click the flash button in the bathroom and she went upstairs because the machine was like, you know, making the noise. Yeah. And my mom is out here panicking because of just the flash. So it's, it's, that's yeah. the woman she is. She's yeah. super scared. Like, I mean, she's probably traumatized. Yeah, that's right. She she is because because her history itself from like 1994, 92, she's been running away. Exactly. She's so had to be so hyper aware. Yeah. So she's always like, you know, in the, like her eyes are always open. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So how, how do you deal with that? Like, do you do you have that same like anxiety or like have you like learned to cope with it? Um, like being, being like in that village. No, no, you being here now, like as a, as a grown man. No, no, no. I, I, I feel like I'm the richest kid there is. Wow. <laughs> to be honest, uh, from where I come from, I feel like I am, I am safe here. I feel like I have everything here in front of me, everything. I, like I was, but I feel like in life in back there, you were so scared, but I said over there is stress free than here. Yeah. For there's sure. more, there's more stress here over there where. Even walking three, four miles to like six miles to get water, it's yeah. with your friends. You walk with the gallons of water, you go toward the water is, and then you get halfway, you play soccer, four goals, two goals. Exactly. And then you keep going more, you get water. Yeah. So it's like, it's fun. You get to the point, it's like, you're not For really sure. like, 
You think yeah. like, oh my God, I used to walk that far to get water. Yeah, but yeah. you have no idea how fun it was. Uh huh. That's you know? true. But then, then coming here, like you know, water is five feet away from here. You grab it, so it's, I feel yeah. like rich. I feel I, I feel agree. so rich. I feel like I have everything there is. Do you ever so feel, I'm always you ever feel guilty. Guilty. Uh, sorry, like my English sometimes is not good. In a way that like you made it here, but you still have family or you know people back home who weren't able to make it. Yeah, but it's not. I guess we should say it's not my choice. At the same time, it's like you still ha- like have to find a way to provide for those who are there. Sure. Mm, okay. So for me, sending money there every month, yeah, you know, helping my family there, and uh, it's it's gotten better now. Now they have like taxis, they have motorcycle. When I was there, our transportation was bike. Somebody would like would drive a bike and they would have a pillow on the back so we'd see you pay money or drop you off yeah. wherever you want to go. That was uh-huh. our Uber. Uh, <laughs> so that was our Uber. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I I don't feel guilty. I feel grateful for everything I have. And mm. um, I pray for the ones who are still there, are still fighting. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I still have, like, cousin. My older brother's still there, man. Like, <laughs> you won't believe it. Two nights ago, he called me. It was pouring rain. And he goes, he's sleeping on the floor. I say, why, why are you sleeping on the floor? He said, turns the camera around. The whole, like, floor of the house is, like, like water. Wow. Like water. And the bed is soaked with water. So he's wow. sleeping. So he built a little, like, um a little thing to place like put his clothes yeah. and stuff it's like a mm-hmm. mud so mm-hmm. he built it with bricks and mud so he's, yeah. he's, he's sleeping on top of that wow <laughs> so we were, we were laughing you know we we're laughing you know? he said yeah. yeah man like yo this thing is messed up so he said i'm just hoping the sun is hot tomorrow so i can put the bed out and, <laughs> and go back to my normal routine so my little my, yeah my older my older brother's still there my older brother my cousins are still there my uncles are still there mm-hmm. and uh so it's it's still like you talk to them and and like the, the the crazy part is you you face like you you call WhatsApp video with them and they're walking around and you see things that you remember as a child. Yeah, Nothing has yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah. So how, you know, how, he, how are you and your mom able to make it out of everybody? Like, how come your older brother's still there? <clears throat> my older brother, when we were at the refugee camp, my older brother decided to go study. Oh, my uh, okay. my sisters, my sister had uh, was married. My older sister got married. Okay. They were they were with us. And so my dad divorced. So then, so the way it works is the way United States, the United Nations works is you go by family. So there's a group family, size family. Yeah. So they all have IDs. So if that group is separated, so if, if, if a woman gets married, she has to be separated from that family size. Oh, wow. I never so, knew that. So they have to start, they have to start their own like process process. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So they have to start their own process to be a, a, wife, a husband and wife. Whereas, oh. like, then they have to be removed to that part. So, either way, you either slow down the group, yeah, or you start with your new one with your husband. So, my all oh, my sister, like my older sister, got married, yeah. So they left us. My older brother decided to, my older brother decided to go to school, which yeah. he did. He went to university. Studied. My older sister decided to go to Sudan and study too, which she did. But so they stayed there. And my my my, my dad divorced my mom. Yeah. My dad divorced my mom, and so then he had to move out the way. And so then it stuck to it stuck to between me and my my my, and my mom and my little brother, so it kind of like we're a big group of family like yeah. like ten or twelve of us and then boom slowly slowly three yeah, yeah. so three. so the process can you explain the process so how does it work is it like a line <clears throat> or like 
first come first serve how does how do they nah, choose who gets it, to go uh that part i don't know but like the way it works is you start off with 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 id you start off with creating id first so you have to go there show your birth certificates and and fingerprint and all that so there's this huge process the, the process sometimes it's like 10 to 12 years there's some people yeah. still there's some people are there for my cousins my brother is still there for like 20 15 to 18 years now they're still there wow and That's hoping, wild. hoping uh, something would happen. Yeah. And uh, so the process, it goes, yeah, yeah. The process to come to America or Europe or depends which country you're going. Yeah. Mine depends took 12 years. So yeah, I understand. Yeah, mine you know took 12 how, years. So I, like, I know exactly how it feels, man. So it depends. For example, like recently when Trump was over, that Kenyan refugee camp yeah. was lost. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so people weren't coming to America, so they had to wait even extra. But um, but the Canadians, the Can the Canadians were taking people. Yeah. So if the Canada was choosing you, you had to be unfortunate. But those people are pretty much the ones that my cousins are close coming here are yeah. are going to United States. So they oh, could okay. switch back to Canada. Canada, Canada yeah. So the ones who were like uh, on the middle of somewhere where then the UN decided where you're going. Yeah. Pretty much were fleeing to Canada. Oh, okay. That makes so it sense. takes it takes it takes a long process. You have to go through fingerprints. You have to go through uh, IDs. You have to go through family sizes. You have to go through food sizes. You have to go. So there's a long process. It takes it takes yeah. years, man. It takes years. Yeah. And so then we were unfortunate. Like our process was going really fast. Like it was crazy. part. once our family fully separated a group, so we thought, oh my god, we're gonna be here for a while because we. But man, three years later, boom, we're here. Wow, <laughs> which is the greatest part. That's we, awesome. we thought we thought it was it would have been worse. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, but yeah, it it takes takes man, it takes years, man. So takes do you guys years, become yeah. automatic citizens when you move here? Or no, you get a green card. Green card, yeah. Okay. So a green card for five years, and then you apply for citizenship. Citizenship. Yeah. So as soon as you yeah. land, you get green card. Yeah, that's you, how it is. You, you soon you <laughs> land. So the first thing they did to us as soon as we landed, they, they took us to a dentist appointment. That's the first thing <laughs> they did to us. <laughs> They didn't even take us to green up for me. They take us to dentist up for me, man. Because we had a, so we had some fucked up teeth, and and yeah. then the crazy, it's crazy, man. Because we we pulled out dentist appointment. You know, I go I go first, mm-hmm. go first. I don't know what they're doing to me. You know, so I was a kid, <laughs> so I had some loose teeth. You know, they were like you know hanging in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they chop they chop like three four teeth out. Oh teeth. man! I come out I come out with my mouth full of tissue, so my mouth was boom boom. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom and my mom started praying. It's like, dear Lord, what they did to you over there? <laughs> and then, and then, and then my mom was next. My mom said, no, no, take, take the little one first. Take the little one first. The little one goes in there, comes out with full of tissue in his mouth, boom. And my mom said, no, 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 no more. I don't want it. I don't want oh. it. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. That's, that's funny. Said, my mom said, no, 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 I don't want it. I'll stick with three teeth. I'll stick with three teeth. <laughs> It's okay. I'll I'll buy with guns. No problem. Oh my god! We walk home. My mom, my mom is out here still on prayers. Man. Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Oh Lord! Shoot, they almost got me. Almost got me killed. I said, Mom, they're not killing you. They're taking yeah. your teeth out. Oh man! Man, no. oh, was, did, she ever get a, did she ever get it done though? Never, never. She has never been to dentist in this day. After that, <laughs> that that panicked her. She never been in the dentist ever since that day. She, I, I'm surprised. No, she has no. She has beautiful teeth. I think me and my little brother was because we were um, your kids. You can you can too. see you can see like my teeth. There's a yellow stain here. 
Yeah. But now it's like a lot cleaner, but the water we yeah. drink was not clean. Uh, so, yeah. so it kind of like, if you look, if you, if you go to that village, I promise you, all the kids have this like gold. My yeah. brother's worse. My brother has gold, gold. So, so the, the water you drink is, it, 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 it just has chemical in it. Like it's just yeah, not damages clean. So your teeth, it yeah. damages your teeth. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but that was the first thing they did to us when they came to America. And then after we went to get our, our green card. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why but, they took y'all there first. Like, did, did y'all need to have like good teeth to get a green card or something? Well, you know what's crazy part? When we first came to America, we were we were traveling. So we went from Nairo- from 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 refugee camp to yeah. Nairo to Nairobi. Wow. To uh to uh London to New York and then wow. Atlanta is where the house is. So oh, the, the, sp- okay. the sponsor has the house for you, so you have to go where the sponsor is. Yeah. So at the refugee camp, if you're ready to fly, if you're in last steps, the sponsor have like, they have to look at the family and have to look at the unit they have and like the rooms they have. They're like, oh, I have yeah. I have two bedroom for this family, and they pick you, and then you and then you come and then you come you whatever the 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 sponsors are. Yeah. And so we <laughs> we were told we were told. Um, so the, on the refugee camp, there's a process. So the last process, you are told how to check the train. You are told how to take the bus. You are told what to do when you get to the airport. Yeah. Who's, who that person is going to be. You're going to see a sign of your name. You're going to follow that person. Yeah. So we were told. And so, you know, as a kid, we were given a book to like read it. So I can, I can kind of read. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was reading the words, like, for example, milk. It, yeah. says in Swahili, it says in Swahili, you know, <laughs> ma- maziwa or like, you know, bread, you know. Oh, you yeah. Swahili too? Yeah, yeah, I speak Swahili. Oh, wow, that's dope. So they, they, they had that book. So I'm out here in the flight reading my words, you know, and I'm like t- telling my brother in English, you know, I'm like, you know, we're going to speak English, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so my little brother doesn't doesn't know. So I teach my brother, he's like, yo, it's the word milk. <laughs> so remember that, okay? Remember that. <laughs> So I'll tell you I can see words. your face too. I yeah, see. I'm like, yo, remember that? I was a kid. I was like 11 years old. And so yeah. then we got to the airport. We did everything fine until we were. So there was somebody who was escalating us, so showing us from Nairobi, yeah. New York. She's following us over. But once we get to New York, boom, everybody hits their own spot. The whole yeah. refugee camp, like a lot, a lot of refugee camp, we go together. Once we hit like New York, everybody goes. Everyone splits. Yeah. Everyone splits. Him goes to Seattle, Washington. The other one goes to DC. Or the other one goes to Atlanta. So we yeah. go to Atlanta and and we arrive at the airport. And remember, hey, Atlanta Atlanta's a big ass airport. airport. Yeah, it's airport the biggest airport in the world. In the, in the world. world, literally. It is. <laughs> and so imagine three, two kids with a mother that doesn't speak English. You're in this big ass airport. Oh my God. So we arrived. We arrived at the thing. So boom, lands, pulls up. And so people um, see belting, they're getting stuff. Me and my mom are yeah. sitting there. I'm, I'm sitting in the middle, you know? Yeah. My mom's sitting there. Everybody, everybody's like up, you know? Carrying the luggage in, they start walking yeah. toward the toward the um, terminals and stuff. The terminal, yeah. And we don't know what we're supposed to do. <laughs> and they told us there's gonna be somebody with a name that has your mama's name. You follow them. I was like, all right, no problem. So I was like, mom, hey, we don't. Want I was like, mom, we might leave. And the people waiting for us to leave, we just sat in the plane, just yeah. looking at each other. Everybody's gone. <laughs> so you thinking the person's gonna come with the sign to the plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. I was like, yo, mom, I think we should follow that. You know, follow the crowd. Yeah. You know, the crowd is going that way. We go that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and mom was like, all right. So we go to the terminal to, to where the gate is at. But it turns out, instead of going to the terminal, we're supposed to go on the stairs down to the plane. Oh. So we didn't know. So we go to the terminal. We sat there. 
30 minutes go by. My mom's like, you know, let's, let's walk around. And I, I started like, you know, when you're in, in, in a new environment, you smell this type of scent. So I started yeah. smelling. The scent that I was smelling was a uh, Starbucks. It was an airport. There's so many Starbucks. Yeah. Mm. Man, did that man, did that scent kill me, man? I was getting dizzy. I was feeling <laughs> sick. And so then it got to the point where it's like, yo, mom, I got don't I can't walk. And there was a wheelchair. My mom puts me in the wheelchair, carries it. And we had like four, I had like three, three bags. And my little brother was like eight years old. Yeah. He, he's the one who's carrying all the bags. So my, my mom was pushing me in the wheelchair. And my little my little brother started complaining. Mom, you know your son is faking it. He's not sick. He just doesn't want to walk. He's kept my brother. He's like, you know, I'm putting this in the gar- I'm leaving it right here in the garbage. My mom's like, carry it. Your brother is sick. Like, yeah. And he comes up to me. He's like, yo, I hate you so much for doing this. I'm like, I'm like, can't see this fool. I'm like dizzy. You know? yeah. I'm so good. I feel like throwing up. Yeah. He's like, you better carry this. And so we're still walking. And then five hours later, we, five I'm hours. Tired. Yes, we when the airport oh, from I don't remember God. from like 11. 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, I don't know, like 4 or something. No, no, we're, no, we're uh, airport like around noon, man. Like, then by the time it came, it was like dark outside. Wow. In the summertime. Jeez. And so after two hours of walking, we, we were like, mom, where, where's our gate? Yeah. And we've just been hitting corners and corners. My mom was like, man, if we're going to die, we're going to die here today. You know? <laughs> Forget about the gate, you know? So Atlanta's so praying. big too, man. It's so big. So I, we sat down. We found like OPC. We sat down. I laid my mom's lap, and um, I'm sleeping. I don't feel good. Starbucks has uh, Starbucks coffee on this. Uh, on this day, I love Starbucks. Oh my god! Yeah. But, I, I was man, gonna say, do you drink it now? Yeah. I, oh, I love it so much. It's, it's just, <laughs> but that smell of you're not you know, used I, to it back for then. For some too. reason, I was like, yo, mom, these Americans they smell really bad. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I thought, I thought. I thought it was the people, but it was the Starbucks. Yeah. And so then I lay my mom's lap. I, I, I lay my mom's lap. And then, you know, I was deep in asleep. Suddenly she pushed me. Boom. Pushed me. She sprinted. I have no idea where she's going. I look at my yeah. mother. I was like, I was like, now nah, 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 mom is abandoning us. What's going on? <laughs> nah, my, my brother, my brother's like, mom, I hold his hand. Just relax. Where's she going? Like, where, where, she knows she doesn't speak English. I'm looking at my yeah. mom. I'm looking at my little brother. She doesn't speak English. She goes there sprinting. I was like, where's she going? And goes top of somebody's shoulder. We're watching the whole time. Top somebody's shoulder. Somebody's on the phone. I was like, yo, I think mom's going to get kidnapped, man. I don't know why he's talking <laughs> that dude in the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And so it turns out that person, literally where, we, where I was sleeping, walk across and speaking Somali. So my mom speaks Somali. Oh. That was a language. And so then she's praying. She's like, oh, we're lost. We need help. Can you please help us translate? We don't yeah. know anything. And so then they, this guy took us here and they helped us. And then they go to the terminal and they announce it. The whole speakers, hey, if you have yeah. like immigrants come this, then, and this guy pulls up. This guy pulls up. He says, oh, Fatima Yassin, that's my mom's name. And I was like, yes, you know, and we don't know. He, he didn't have the sign on him. So he's like, okay, guys, you ready? I said, hey. my mom looked at me and was like, hey. nah, no, no, no. I was like, yo, like, this is this, like, white dude just comes up to us like, yo, you ready to go? And I'm looking at my mom's like, we just gonna follow him, like we don't know. My mom's like, we might, we might as well just die. We're gonna die. Anyways, <laughs> hey, y'all came to America, like, look, listen, look. If shit's gonna happen to me here, let it be here. Yeah, my mom was like, we might as well follow him, or we're gonna die here. Either way, we're gonna die. Uh-huh. And so then, and my mom was like, my mom was like, funny. So the yeah. way she says things, it's hilarious. So we follow yeah. this guy in this van, put our luggage in, and so my mom was like, you know what? Go sit in the shotgun. I said, why, mom? Like, you know, respect to him. Mom, go, 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 mom. She's fine. Yeah. He's like, he says, nah, because she's, she was like, if he kills you, he kills you first, and then we might have a chance <laughs> to run away. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, what? So we, 
So I sit in front, and the next thing you know, I'm sick. Yeah, and I'm yeah, starving. Yeah. I'm starving to death. Like I'm yeah. hungry, hungry. Yeah. And my 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 mom my mom's like, Andwala, say something, say something. So you know, it's like you're hungry. Say something. You know, yeah. say something. Like try I your best. Milk. <laughs> I said milk and bread. I swear, to God. I literally looked at the person here. I said milk and bread. And my mom, my little brother's laughing. I was like, yo, your English is good, bro. Your English is good. He's tapping me on the shoulder. It's good. Milk and bread. So that's like, I don't, we don't want milk and bread. We want food. Yeah. So I don't know how to say food. So I said milk yeah. and bread. And this fool has the audacity to go grab milk and bread, bro. Oh my God. And, and my mom looked at me. He's like, what did you just tell him? Hey, I said, mom, I just read it. It says milk and bread, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom said, and I was like, my mom's like, yo, try your best. I was like, that's what I did, milk and bread. And this guy goes, grab us a gallon of milk and like two slices of bread. Oh my and God, man. At the same time, I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, I'm looking at my, my mom's like, I, I tried, I tried. Oh, yeah. well just, you know? <laughs> but but they, 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 the crazy part was when we arrived at the store, we thought that was our house. Oh. So we, 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 my brother go in the bag, open the trunk. So we carry in the bag. The, the white guy is like, what are you guys doing? Uh, and, and my brother is confused. He, the guy closed the door. So we go in here. Bro, we should have recorded this. You could have made a movie <laughs> out of this joint. I swear, bro. <laughs> it would dying I right swear. now. I swear, like, have you seen, have you seen the movie Gods? Gods must be crazy. No, nah, nah. I haven't seen that movie. It's like this, this reminds guy, me of a Sophia in London. Have you seen of Sophia yeah. in London? The Nigerian movie? No, I've never. I just watched oh, it the other day, bro. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch it. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna have to watch it. But um, so we pull up. We we in this. I don't know where it was. Grocery, I think. We pull up. I said, man. I said, this is a house. I was looking at my brother. I was like, this is a house. I was like, this is why not Americans are so fat. They have food in their house like this, you know. So I was my my my, my little brother's like, yeah, man, it's crazy. And so we were going through. We seen these chips and stuff. We like seeing it. And so the guy's like, all right, you guys get ready to go. I was like, what? Where, where are you living? And so we want chips and stuff. Yeah. And this guy gives us milk and bread. I said, Lord have mercy. I swear to God, I don't know. <laughs> and then, so then he takes us, he takes us to the house. He takes us to the house. Next thing you know, the AC doesn't work. And it's summer in Atlanta. Oh, man. Damn. So Humid too, man. And, and yeah. And so we don't know how to use the toilet. Though this guy, it was at nighttime. It drops us like a, like, a, I don't know what time. He drops so wait, us off there. With, were you living with your sponsor or did they just have- No, 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 no. He just had the house. Oh, wow. It was, it was, it was a, it was a two bedroom, like <clears throat> apartment. Mm-hmm. So we went, we went in there and the beds are like, they're still brand new. It still has shit on it. So we don't know how to, we had to cut it. So we were sleeping in the beds. We were so exhausted at that point. We just wanted to sleep. So we slept yeah. for like 15 hours, 16 hours. Some of us, Yeah. we just saw the crazy part. The AC wasn't working. The lights wasn't working. The guy's like, ah, don't worry. We'll figure out tomorrow. Like, you know, get some rest or whatever. And so we're like, all right. So we sleep in the beds with the still the the bag like yeah. brand new bags, you know, plastic. Still has the cover, plastic. Yeah, man, I swear, I, f- I thought I was like going on a swim session over there, man. Like I was sweating like crazy. <laughs> I was about to say, like that got to be hot, bro. Yeah, it man. was hot, and I was sweating, so I was sleeping all the time. Boom, I was sleep like boom. There's like there's no. So we waited until the next day, and um, the guy doesn't pull up the next day. Shows up three days later. Oh, my which man. is which is the crazy part. And the crazy part is those three days we still stuck with the with the milk and bread. We had to make the most of it. Damn, man! I saw yeah. like you would think they would give somebody to support y'all and like yeah, like you guys was, get that was, acclimated. That was the, yeah, that was the crazy part. So we were just, we so we were looking at the kids outside. The kids were playing soccer and like I was like, yo, this is this is cool, man. Like yeah, this is my sport. Yeah. 
they have the ball, the real soccer balls. Uh-huh. Some of them are wearing cleats and stuff. I said, yeah, mama, can we go outside? My mom was like, no, you ain't going outside. I was like, why? They said they'll kill you. I was like, what? You know, <laughs> my mom is super scared that they'll kill you. You know, you might pull up sniper boom in the head. You never know. Yeah. Yo, it so, sounds funny, but like, I she was like for, she traumatized. Was, no, yeah. she was serious. She was, she was like, bad. no, you're not yeah. leaving outside. Three days we're outside <clears> looking <throat> in the window. People, kids are playing soccer. Damn. And then, and third day, we see, I swear, I, we've been so lucky. The third day we see these people that are wearing the hijab. So they're Muslim. Yeah. My mom opens the door. He's like, hey, hello, guys. They came in. <laughs> And they were like, they're Somalis, but I swear, Somali yeah. people are everywhere. I'm gonna lie, that's true. Oh, they're for everywhere. Sure, <laughs> so they 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 pull up and they're just like, yeah, we saw you guys coming like two nights ago, three nights ago, and yeah, we were just wondering who are these people because usually there's new refugee camps and stuff. And they was like telling us, yeah, the kids can go play outside. All right, the the kid the kids can go play outside, man. When I heard that shoe shoes on, boom, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. my mom's like, where are you guys going? My mom, yeah. they're, they're like, it's okay, it's okay, they can play. So I was playing outside, I was playing like footy with the kids, man. I was yeah. so happy, you know. I was this man. If I show you a picture, man, like it was crazy. I was this skinny little boy uh-huh. who all you can see is bones. I swear to <laughs> God, like knees are popping out, no meat, <laughs> no nothing. Just yeah. skinny little boy. Every clothes I wear, bro, I look like I'm wearing like I don't know, like extra like large bag- or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like baggy clothes. I was skinny. <clears throat> but first thing I'm a nutritionist, my, my my body changed because all I ate was flour and oil and yeah. sugar. You know, I don't have nutritionists in me. And Mm -hmm. so that's why the doctor's like saying like, you guys have to eat a lot because you guys are like, like deficient. Literally like you you have to put on weight because this is not healthy at all, you know? Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and then we were, yeah, that's how we pretty much started in Atlanta. And I was, we were there for like four months because my mom was scared of that place. And my mom had a cousin that lives in Seattle. Oh, okay. So my mom said, yo, it's better for us to live here because we don't know how to use the bus. We don't know how to use the cars. We don't know how to use anything. So it's better for us if, we just go to um to uh to Seattle. We have we we're close to family. They've been there for like a year, so they know everything. They'll teach us. So we went there, and you know, we got to Seattle. And so my mom started following my cousin. She's like they're like same age, you know. So they start yeah. following each other. My mom learning how to take buses and stuff. And then boom, we got our own house. And then ever since that day, they always pursue soccer, you know. And then yeah. so that's when then, you, you started your soccer career in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I started about a week later in in Atlanta when the coach used to come pick up the kids. Yeah. And the kids were like 13, you know, 14, I was 11. Yeah. And so the coach was driving and I was, I was always, you know, I've always been naturally gifted when it comes yeah. to the ball, you know, so, cause it, mm-hmm. you cannot teach a kid how to be like Skillful. a good soccer player, you know, and the yeah. times of me spending garbage and playing in the street. So, and the coaches were speaking up, he saw me just playing and saw me doing things that he's never seen. Yeah. And so the next day he got, I got a team. Like I, I think a week later or something, I was playing a, like a, like a big, big team in, in, in the States. Yeah. It's and a so different then, level when you come from yeah. Africa to here, because you're just naturally talented. And like you said, the best players always come from like areas of poverty because like, yeah. that's all you're doing. You're just growing up, you're going outside, you're just that, playing on the streets and you learn actually skill. That's it's just, yeah, it's just that, that, is, that is so true. That is so true. So, um, and then they gave me the cleats, man. I still remember brown cleats. I don't know what come yeah. up. Deodora, I think maybe Deodora, yeah, brown yeah. Deodoras. You know, <laughs> I'm right, I'm right there. My first game, you know, pull out my first game, shin guards on me. I don't know what the heck shin guard is, yeah. I don't know what cleats is. I feel because I was so skinny, yeah, it was so heavy, heavy, yep, yep, yep. you know, That's it was how so, I too. yeah, it was so heavy, and so I was, I was so bad, and the coach is so disappointed. Yeah, I, I have time. I took all my clean shin guards bare feet. 
<laughs> and and I'm walking and I'm walking on the field back at halftime and the coach is looking at me he's like what are you doing? I was like, yeah, let's play football now. You know? And 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 they're like you have to put you have to put your I said, coach, I cannot move. I cannot like play with these kids. You know, I let me play like bare feet. I don't care. Yeah. And I'll show you, you know, I'll pick up the ball from halfway and I'll dribble through the whole team. Yeah. The coach is like, no, no, you can't do that. You have to wear kids safety there. Everyone let me. And so then I was like, nah, I can't play. Like, it's, it's, it's impossible. I can't move. Like yeah, the next yeah. morning, my, my hips or something, I was a kid. And that, that thing was sore. Everything was like, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't used to it. But then when I came to, um, like, uh, to Seattle after six months or so, when I, I started, pick, as a kid, you pick up language so much faster than everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, I started going to like middle school tryouts and, you know, just made, making middle school teams and yeah. kind of go from there. And then uh, once I hit like 13, 14, I was known all over the States. So Sanders always had like pursued me to come play for the academy, but my mom was scared because Sanders kids travel all the time. Uh, and there's no, there was no way in the world my mom would let me do that <laughs> until yeah. I was, until I was like 16, 17, when she gave me the green light after that, you know, so yeah. my like family was like, it's okay. Let the kid pursue his dream, you know? And so mm-hmm. then I just, I was grateful because a lot of like, like, you know, a lot of talented players I know from like that refugee camp, like their mom did not let them play soccer because yeah. they were so scared. So they just say, go to school and stuff. So I was grateful. My mom was supportive. He, she was scared at the beginning, but she was like, you know, if that's what you love, then, then, mm-hmm. then go, then For go sure. do it. So I, I pursued Sounders. And then I think when I was 16, it's when I started getting like scholarship offers from different like colleges and, you know, and then I decided to stay uh, closer to my mom, you know? Yeah. So then I went to University of Washington <laughs> for like a year or so. And then I, Sounders wanted to sign me before I left to high school, but people were like, all oh, my friends were going to college. So they were saying, you should go to college and experience yeah. it and play well there and see how college life is. At least you experience it so you don't have to regret sure. it. Mm-hmm. So I went there. I enjoyed that. Not, like, I think that's the best advice my friends gave it to me. So I really enjoyed every time in my college. It was one of the best times of my soccer career mm-hmm. in terms of friends, family, living on your yeah. own for the first time. Yeah, so then I, uh, I then after that year later, my I was grateful to have great coaches. My coaches like, hey, I think it's time for you to go pro. Don't waste your time here. I think you're talented enough to go pro. And Sanders wanted to sign me, so then I decided to sign up Sanders. And then that's where I am today, yeah. man. Damn, that's love, that's awesome, man. That's uh, such a beautiful <clears throat> progression, just from like yeah. it's yeah. like a story, man. It's like a story. Really? You can make a movie yeah. out of that. Bro. Yeah, Shit, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, NBC. NBC wanted to make a movie, but um, my mom was uncomfortable at the beginning. Yeah. So they, they, yeah, oh, wow. and um, so we still like we still trying to figure out how we want yeah. to do it. So, but my mom is always shy when it comes to terms of cameras because I've always had like once I like in Seattle to like college, I've had cameras all over me, like Pac yeah. twelve, all That's this, true. and she's so uncomfortable. She doesn't know what to say. Like you can even there was there was one where in uh it was in YouTube if you type on Wallace, it's Pac twelve, and you can see my mom's eyes are like red. Yeah. She's so scared. She doesn't like that type of stuff, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And but uh, at the same time, I'm I'm grateful that I've actually been in that type of life yeah, because sure. it made it made it made me who I am. It made me I'm like grateful for everything I have right now. Sure. Because if I didn't go through that life, then I don't think I would be where I am today. Just in in order to to be grateful for what I have to to respect my elders to to um. To just in general be able to think of like you know you came from nothing yeah to to where you are today so anything is achievable so i'm really happy that i've actually been through that process yeah of 
of really like, oh, I'm really close on dying to somewhere like, wow, I'm breathing fresh air and drinking wow. beautiful, beautiful milk. You know, I was literally about uh, to say milk and bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, man, I swear to God, I mean, you know, it's like, that's crazy part is like ever since eating that bread, I think uh, uh, Natala and uh, and bread is my favorite thing. I'm going to lie. <laughs> I never got the Natala. If we did get Natala, man, I'll be, I'll be very happy with that. Like, I figured I figure out Natala in college, man. Like, yeah, I still used to, like. Yeah, like, uh, like actually, the, the person I figured out his name is David Coley, Senegalese. Mm-hmm. So when I got to UW, he was always in the playing video game, eating bread with this black thing, man, like chocolate. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of chocolate. To be yeah. honest, I'm not. I'm not a very big fan of chocolate. Yeah. I say, man, why are you always eating that chocolate? You like chocolate? He said, try it. I said, man, I don't like. Chocolate. Try it, man. I said, okay, hey, man. You fell in love. I tried it. I tried it. I went straight to my meal card. I went by like six of them. Six Natala. <laughs> <laughs> like 10, 10 bags of bread, I'm out here just chugging them. But I say, yo, man, this is good. And right now, if you go to my house, it's probably three Natal somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Uh, I love your story, man. For real. Man, like, thank, thank you. I think, I think the 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 part of you playing uh barefoot for me, that that was probably my favorite. You wanted to play barefoot. That's my favorite because when I moved here too, uh I hated playing with cleats, man. Especially, well, especially when I go to college. Yeah. I play pickup. I always play barefoot and everybody would look at me like, yo, what the fuck? Why are you not wearing shoes? Yeah. I'm like, I just play better like this and I'll be spanking their ass, bro. And you <laughs> feel like you're fast, man. Yeah, fast. you feel so much faster. Yeah. 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 But my, but it, it reminded me of that, yeah. Man, the crazy part is like, you have turf or grass here, so you don't care. But in Africa, man, you miss the ball, you hit a rock, you're never exactly, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> man, either, either you have the nail, Oh, you don't miss the shot, yeah. man. Like, that's, that's a crazy part. Hey, here it's like you miss the ball turf. Sometimes we play on concrete. And so, you know how, like, when you're trying to shoot the ball and it's, you scratch, like, the side. Oh, the oh, my concrete. God. Don't, don't yeah. tell me about that. But, like, that's crazy the part. part they, they, <clears throat> like, me as a kid, um, my feet used to bleed, like, because um, it was so hot in, in, in Kenya. Yeah, Kenya. Where we were, it was like desert. There was no really trees. Yeah. So it was so hot and playing in the sand. So my used to like you know how like our, our hands are like they have these lines, mm-hmm. yeah. So my feet created that type of lines and it would cut open and open like that, oh, and wow. it would and it would bleed, Ugh. and it would bleed, and so because it was so hot. So mm-hmm. then like you spend so much time that it's crazy because like we don't have enough water that even if you go to pee, it would hurt so much. Wow, which is the crazy part. It would hurt so much. But the worst part is you're fine. Once you start playing, it doesn't hurt. You know, the pain starts like going away. But yeah. once you get up in the morning, morning you put yeah. that step on the ground. Mm. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> you know, so we, I used to like rub it with like, we had Vaseline. So I used to rub it like, I mean, like Vaseline in, in, in Kenya and Fuji camp was the medicine of everything. Yeah, man. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> so I, I used to rub like my, under my feet and just rub it with like rock. So like, like, like skin will come off, you know, and I'll yeah. put Vaseline. I would go to bed. That would help so much. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I swear Vaseline was the gel in Africa. Gel. Vaseline was the lotion in Africa. My parents so, don't have it. My parents don't have the big Vaseline, like the, <laughs> like the petroleum <laughs> jelly one, man. Exactly. Yeah, you still got exactly. it. Exactly. Well, they'll, put it, they'll put it, they'll, it'll be cream on your face and, and hair cream. Everything. Yeah. Use it for everything, dog. <laughs> Man, that's the thing. I fucked, up, I fucked up my hair. My hair became really, like, my hair used to be, like, curly, like, you know, like, straight. Yeah. yeah. I, when I came to America, I used to put that. So my, my, my hair used to be shining. People was like, yo, where you putting it? <laughs> I said, man, you guys don't know, man. It's the Vaseline, so they should laugh. 
So they were like, no, don't do that, man. So my hair started, the texture started changing. Then I realized, yeah, yeah I need to stop doing Vaseline, you know? <laughs> but but it's, it was it was, the, it was the medicine of everything. Yeah. But the, 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 the part of playing bare feet will always be in the blood, like, that's oh. how we are. We don't have cleats. We don't have nothing, you know? Yeah, you yeah. give a kid bare feet with a, with a poles of goals. Yeah. And that's all you need in life. Yeah. That's all you need. That's, that's, that's all you need in life. So we were grateful as kids. We were friends and like, we're grateful. Like, it's a crazy part. Like I went back to Kenya for the first time in like 2019, like 10 years or something. Yeah. Or nine years in December. And man, we got back with the groups, the kids that you played with. And it was in Mombasa. I didn't go to the refugee camp because it was too dangerous over there. So in Mombasa, and they came, they drove, they took a bus for three days to come and spent like a whole month with me. And we were going, ah, oh, we wow. eating different food. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we used to go to an American restaurant. So, man, I was, I, I, I was, I was so happy and so grateful. And at the same time, yeah. I'm so humble. Like, you know, for we sure. go to Amer this type of American restaurants, you know, and like, you know, like there's burgers and this sandwich. My friend's like, yo, what is this menu? Like, we don't know anything. <laughs> so I, I'm ordering cheeseburger with fries. And yeah. they were like, wait, what should we order? I was like, I don't know. So I was trying to pick different. I was like, your wings with this one is go fire. So yeah. you, order, man. You, you see them, some people order burgers. They take the bread out. They cut yeah. it the I say, yo, yo, it don't work like that. <laughs> You have to put it together. Bro, that's like, always, yeah. bro, that's so funny you mentioned that. Because I remember, like, in Nigeria, there used to be this place called Mr. Biggs. Mr. Biggs, yeah. And it was, like, this restaurant. It was, like, the biggest, like, <laughs> fast food joint in Nigeria at the time. Yeah. And I remember, like, what this is, like, when I'm sick, my mom will always buy me Mr. Biggs. So sometimes yeah. I wouldn't even be sick. I would just act like I'm sick. I'm like, man, <laughs> I, <laughs> I want Mr. Biggs. But when they bring the burgers, I would eat it. Like, I would take off the bread. And I would like eat the bread like that, and I would eat the meat like yeah, exactly. one by one type shit. <laughs> Legit, oh I used to really do that, man. Yo, exactly, bro. That's that's how it is in Africa. If you're oh, sick, you get so you get sick, you get soda. Yeah, oh, act no, sick. they baby you <laughs> so much when you're sick. You're sick. You're like so you're faking it, you know. But man, like yeah, so I took them like different places where I really enjoying life, man. Like talking about like old days, and and I'm talking about like my stories and like how I almost. So like there's one time where we're in the refugee camp and we're like, we're talking about the day that we're building a house. My friend slept over. Mm -hmm. And so then we're building a house. So the house is mud. So we, we like bricks and mud. So we forgot a place that there was like a big hole, but it was like kind of top on the roof, kind of like it's an angle of the roof. Yeah. And, um, my mom was like, you know, it's nighttime. We can finish that tomorrow. My so we got the the house, the gate, so people cannot like get in. And so my my friend slept over. We're, we're laughing about it hard, and um, so we slept. And so the way house is, there's two parts. So the house is one part is like this, the other part is like this. So this part was the kitchen, and this part was the bedroom. So it was one bedroom we share with it. Everybody slept there, and like yeah. people sleep on the floor. And so the my head, so they're like right in the middle of it. There was a there was a door that connects the living room and the uh, the kitchen and the 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 room. Yeah. And so my feet. So when you walk in, the first thing you see is my feet when I sleep. Mm -hmm. And the first thing you see in the other part, like next to it, is my mom's head where yeah. she puts her head. And then my head where my head is sleeping is where my my brother's feet is at. And then the other side is my friend. So my friend is a deep sleeper. He's like deep deep sleeper. My brother's too. Yeah. And so in the middle of the night, somebody taps my feet. Uh, my mom was like, shh. I was like, mom, what's going on? Like, what's going on? She's like, hey, there's like people like, you know, are, are climbing through like the first gate. Like the the, the, the gate is like a knee. Like, like what, what is that trees that has like a, like a needle? What do you call it? Like a needle. 
not not needle, like uh, this thing that pointy. And they, oh, I don't know how you call it. Is it like bushes that has like cactus? Yeah, yeah. Like cactus. Cactus. <laughs> cactus, cactus, cactus. Yeah, sorry, yeah. my English is not good. Cactus. <laughs> all you can see is I'm still struggling. Yeah, it's called the cactus. <laughs> And um, so we we build all that around the fan to, to the uh, door on top. So it's hard to climb it. So this this fool, for some reason, I don't know how they get in, man. So they get in. My mom's like, yeah, they're climbing it. And so then my mom said, okay, they're, now they're in the house. They are walking wow. around around the house. They're not inside. They're walking around the house. So she tells me, the first thing is, don't wake your brother up. So I'm scared. And you can see they climb into that part that we forgot to refill. Uh, so they climbed it. And so you can hear like when they jump down, they can, you can hear like, Goo, you know, like the, my feet are landing. My whole body dies. Like my whole body, boom, dies. Like I can't yeah. move. Cause when you're in this like, like scary fear. situation, yeah, fear, yeah. boom, my, my whole body. Yeah, paralyzed. Yeah. My whole body just. And so then I was like, oh my God, like I'm so scared. I'm started sweating and I'm peeing at the same time. Cause I was so scared. Yeah. And so then suddenly this guy comes into that because we don't have a door between the kitchen and the room. It just yeah. opened. It's just a door. And then I, I see somebody that with a gun right on oh, my feet. Wow. So if this guy pulls a trigger, I'm dead. And the other gun is my mom's head. Wow. So this guy pulls a trigger, we're dead. Like I'm, my feet, uh, I can say goodbye to soccer. Yeah. Um, but and I don't move because my body dies. When I, like when I'm in that panic situation, death situation, my body dies. Yeah. Like I just get to this mode where like my body shut down. Mm-hmm. I can't move. So I'm sleeping like this the whole time. At the same time, I'm sweating and I'm peeing. And so my mom, my mom begged. She's like, don't move. Like she didn't tell me that, but like she told me when they were walking, it's like, don't move. So I just, I was like, all right. Once I hear the boom, that's when boom, my, my body dies. Mm-hmm. I was so scared. Like my eyes are so open, like I'm moving around, like breathing, like, and then they just walk in slowly. So gun is on my feet. My guy, the other gun, the guy the gun has in my mom's head, the third person was just stealing stuff. So they stole everything, they stole everything. And then they opened the door. So they got in from the, the corner from the uh, the hole and they just open, they just unlock the door like that, boom, they leave. And they go. And I'm still stuck in that position until like sunrise is still there. My mom gets up, like, hey, you're fine. I get super scared. Next thing you know, my whole bed is done. Like it's just wet and I'm super scared. And like my mom, my mom, my dad, my little brother has no idea. My friend has no idea. So we're like talking about it that day. Yeah. And then I, and then I realized, damn, but like that day, if I just did something or if some, one, one of us wake up, would have been dead. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been dead. So my mom knew that if my, 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 my little brother, cause my little brother is a little hard headed. He always wants yeah. to fight. He always, wants to, he would have, <laughs> he would have, he would have yelled or something, you know? Yeah. So that's why she was like, my mom's like, don't wake, do it. Whatever you do, don't wake your little brother up. Yeah. And, and me, my, my little brother's feet right here. So I can just do this, wake him up, mm-hmm. you know? So my whole body. And so they, like, they stole everything. Like, thank God. Like we didn't care what they stole, but like we got in the morning, told everybody and they were like, why didn't you finish this? So right when I wake up, went straight to that hole. I just fixed it fast. Boom, boom, boom to finish it. Yeah. And, and, and so we told my mom, like, we can't, we kids, we can't, we need somebody to like, a person like a man to stay with us protect, to get, a, yeah. get an older brother or like uncle mm-hmm. yeah so then our uncles go like would, would come chew at night time like to just keep us protected if anything happens you know yeah. but like my cousin's been shot at a couple times in the thighs in that it's village crazy, like man. my uh the, 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 the crazy part was you wouldn't believe I told you this story like the crazy part was my my older brothers. So my, my dad married a couple times, like six times or seven times. 
Yeah. Like married, divorced, married, oh, divorced. Your dad was <laughs> living, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Hey. But you know what's crazy part? There's 17 of us. Wow. Which is, so my dad had seven wives. So different kids with different wives. So yeah. my older brother's name is Yasser. So his mom, my dad divorced his mom. His mom married somebody else who was a doctor. So they in that village they had medicine doctors. So if somebody six will go there, we'll have it's more like you know Advil or if you need like a flu shot or anything. He was a he was a doctor. So she, my older brother's mom married that person, and so then one day these these the, the people of that of that land came and they were asking for a doctor and like you know it was too expensive and didn't have it. I don't know somebody was six and so they get mad, and their houses connect with the mosque. So there's a mo- house here and a mosque here. And so then we were praying. It was like the last prayer. It was like nighttime. We were praying. And my cousin, like, my, uh, she's a girl, walking and sees these two, like, two people with guns. So oh, she, wow. like, sprinted. So they walk across or nothing. And so we were praying. Like, the, the leader's praying. And then we hear, bah, bah, the first one. And then we hear a lady yelling, bah, bah, the second one. Bah, bah, third. Bah, like, it just keeps going until seven or six or something like that. Or eight. And turns out, and they live in Idaho right now. So my older brother, I have to go see him. So I see mom and, the, and, and they're, they're still together. The, 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 his mom and his, and his stepdad. Yeah. And he was telling me the story. And I was in the mosque and the mosque was connected. So we were the first shot. I was like, all right, all right, all right. The second shot. I was like, okay, something's not right. Third one, everybody, we broke the prayer. We turned off the lights. Everybody's sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And so then he was telling us, yeah, I was done like uh, washing my face in. So I was, the, the stepdad was telling us. So I was walking toward the door. And when I walked toward the door, this guy pulled the trigger on me. Hit me wow. one of the chests. Boom. Hit, 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 hit me on the shed here. Boom. Hit me the other one this side. And so then I fell down. As I fell down, my older brother, mother, so I guess you could say my stepmom, I guess. My yeah. stepmom gets up, sprinted, yelling. So that's the noise that comes in. Yelling. He's like, oh, my husband picks him up. When he speaks to him, another shot, boom, get, like leaves his body, enters hers. Oh my God. So Jeez. enters her, and then another shot in the leg, another shot, boom. So they're all like there. We like don't know what's going on. The next morning, man, like he was just laying there, like still like, like dying, no blood, no nothing. So he picked <laughs> him up in the, in, 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 in the, in, in like a door, kind of ambulance, you know? So yeah. the whole village had to go donate their blood. Wow. Because they were out. They didn't have nothing. So we had to go donate their blood. Like the kids, we didn't do it, but they all, everybody in the village, over That's a thousand, wild, a thousand man. people donating blood. Yeah. And like, Jeez. and, and the crazy part is like, you know, it just, they survived from all those bullets. They were saying like, yeah. people are saying like, I don't know. He was saying like eight bullets. People don't survive that, man. Yeah. And, but now, you, you know, now you see the step up, he's in the wheelchair. His butt don't work. Mm. Wow. Like his hands don't work. His feet don't work. Damn. Only, only his head and his eyes. That's it. <clears throat> Everything else is just. Was it from the, from the gunshot? From the bullets. Yeah. Wow. He can't talk. He was in, he, he was in the, he can, he can talk. Yeah. Okay. He's, he, he's, uh, he talks, he was telling me the story and stuff. He was laughing about it. And it's like, Oh, he came in. Boom. I was like, well, I was like, yo, why are you laughing? I'm like, out here sweating, bro. Like sweating. Me listen to the story. Yeah. He was telling me from the beginning to end, it's a long story. It's like, you know, boom, he shot me and he went here, boom, he shot this person. And then the wife came, picked me up, boom, hits me. The wife goes down on the ground because that bullet, two bullets hit her. And so then they were in the hospital for like two years. The guy who was in the hospital for two years until they, when they came to America, he, his body doesn't work. No feet, no hands. And he used to be known like one of the best doctors. 
Wow. No feet, no, 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 no hand. That's and tough. That's, 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 that's the type of things that was happening in that village. And yeah. it, just, just come to America. Either way, you either go back to your country and whatever happens, happens, or you try to fire your way out and hope for the best and come to America. But unfortunately, we, 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 are, we, we are grateful to that everything we, we've been through, it made who we are, it made our life like that. And man, like just thinking about it every day just makes me grateful for everything I have right sure. now. Like I'm, I'm always, I'm always, I've, I've never, like, for example, like when I go back to, to Kenya or yeah, to, to see family back there, I never really, like all my friends like that live here will get nice hotels because everything is nice. I go sleep on the floor with my sister, man. Like I would sleep on the floor with her in, a, in a, like a really ghetto neighborhood, like dangerous. I would go sleep with her. But man, after after sunset, the sun is about to go down. You never see me outside, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always inside, lock everything. So I'm sleeping on the floor. My people was like, yo, man, like you can't be acting like that. You can't. I was like, yo, man, I'm, this is where I'm from. Like yeah. this is where, how I lived. Why can't I remind myself? And the next morning I woke up, I say my back be hurting, man. Like, I say, man, this is tough. Man, I slept on the floor and we would like, talk to my sisters for hours and hours and my friends would be there hours. The next morning we'd get up and certain things man like take yeah. like i wouldn't take i would i didn't even rent a car i didn't want to because i wanted to like live the life like that so yeah we we take the tuk-tuk with the, with the three wheelers and the, the motorcycle and it's dangerous over there there's no light so people now africa is the roads are coming this way roads are coming this way. yeah for, reasons, <laughs> for some reason man they find a way to get across it but like there's cars flying 76 like this yeah and this and this other person will go slowly 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 boom cross boom 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 it's crazy like, yo the, there's no lights no nothing man like <laughs> You the whole time my eyes are closed, praying to God, please, yeah, I don't want to die in this car accident, man. Like, like, like they, 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 they took to you know those tuk they have in India, those uh, three wheelers. Yeah, they call we call it Okada. We call it Okada. In, Okada, those, those yeah. one, one little tap on the side, bro. You, you it's, flip it's it ten flipped. times. It's gone, legit. So bro. I'm, I'm in that, bro. Like I'm, I say, Lord, please, like, like this is tough. Like, please just let me cross this road. Like, it's, yeah, it's so like I'm, I'm telling the guy, yo, yo. yo Slow down. Don't go too fast. Yeah. Don't go for, I just tell him, just enter the freeway, make a U-turn somewhere over there. He says, yo, yeah. that's going take a long run. I was like, don't care. I'll give you extra money. Like, just do it. <laughs> just, it was so dangerous. I was so scared. I, I'm like, thank yeah. your sister. I need to, yo, I'm going to have to rent a car. You know? And the car is the same thing, man. It's dangerous. Yeah, people it's so flying. hard to drive. And, like, and it's crazy. But some people are working. They're walking the, the roads. So they don't care. There's no, yeah, like, if you get hit, there's no police that going to investigate. Yeah, you get hit, they keep it moving. <laughs> you just keep it moving. You're, on the, you're dying on the floor. I swear to God. The, the amount of people I see on the floor, like, laying down, like, dying. And people are walking across. They just look at him and just keep going their business. I see, you this man is dying. Like, it, it just, bro. It just made me just think of, like, damn, man. Like, nothing has changed. Yeah, man. like nothing has changed. Like you know, there's a lot of like more like big building houses, nice houses and stuff. But like just in general, people itself, nothing has yeah. changed. Damn, damn, yo, your man. story is just hella inspiring, bro. Man, thanks, man, about this right. life, man. I'm pretty sure you, yeah. y'all, y'all from refugee camp too had something in Nigeria, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it it really puts Niger- Nigerians are like Somalis, man. Nigerians are be everywhere, man. Oh man. <laughs> 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 I swear you go somewhere in South America, deep in deep in deep in the land. It's crazy. Bro, bro. The same thing everywhere. with Somalis, man. Yeah, Somali yeah. be everywhere, man. The other yeah, day I was talking yeah. to somebody who said, Hey, my friend lives in Colombia. Who? Somali? Like, yeah. <laughs> what is he doing in Colombia? Like he said he speaks crazy. English. No, he speaks Spanish. I said, Oh my god, that's what I <laughs> 
But that's true. And that's that's what well, literally somebody told me you go to Scandinavia, you you see a Nigerian over there. Man. That's just, facts. It, it's we're, true. We just move and move somewhere they'll also be your fan of Nigeria. Me and Jalil will be like, you know, I don't know if you know Jalil. Yeah, we be laughing at it like, yo, you're not getting people be taking over the world. What's going on, man? They need to slow down, man. <laughs> Somewhere, there's all this that yeah, yeah, man. Yo, but man, like that thing. Like... Now go ahead. I, I admire, I admire Nigerians like crazy. Like, uh, they were very like, they're incredibly like funny people, man. <laughs> I'm gonna lie. Well, I be watching Nigerian movie with Dom sometimes. Yeah, I, I think it's funny, and the thing is, like, man, like the architecture and all of that stuff, like the mm-hmm. houses, man. Yeah, like my mom, my mom was like, Tell me, yeah, like build the house. Yeah. Now we're trying to decorate like Nigerians. I was like, How do you know Nigerians' houses? <laughs> like, houses be like that. Like Nigerians, you be funny. seeing movies, like, it's, it's, you know, they have the yeah. nicest houses, you know, like it's crazy, like inspiring. Like, you guys are inc- like incredible people, man. Yeah, I appreciate it's you. Just, you guys man. are too. You guys are too, man. Yeah, yeah man, your story, your story is inspiring. Like Amaka said, it's just like the perfect story of from. Try like triumph from tragedy, man. Like you, yeah. like you have a beautiful way of telling your whole story, like with yeah. humor and also with the pain infused there. But just like you can really feel the texture of your story when you're telling it, and it's it's a beautiful thing to see. Like you said, you came from nothing, man, and you're doing really well for me for yourself. And I think did you even play for like the Somalian national team? I, I did, and they called me a couple of times. I'm still trying to figure out if I want to pick US. Depends on my career, to be honest. It's oh, difficult okay. because yeah, the federation there is not very good. So, but I got you. It, but even like the on. fact that they called you to play for like the national team, that's like a big yeah. deal, man. So like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it shows your progression. And like you said, like that's that's God right there. And like, there's so many there's so many instances that where you could have lost your life and you wouldn't yeah. even be here today. So there's, I mean, like there's something special about you, man. And like your story is very inspiring to millions of people. If you don't even know that, so like. I'm excited for people to hear this and just kind of kind of just sit yeah. down and just listen to how like different struggles are in, around the world. Cause I feel like a lot yeah. of Americans don't really understand how blessed they really are, man. Like man. real everything that's in front of them. You, you can be whatever you want to be in America. For like, sure. yeah. like it's crazy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very big on social media and I have like a lot of like followers all from Somalis kid mm-hmm. and they be texting me like, man, you have everything. Like we don't even have everything. Like, like it just, bro, it reminds me of like, you know, if, if I had a social media, if I was in that kid's position, I would definitely send a message to, to, to whoever sure. is in front of me, you know? So they send me yeah. messages of them playing garbage. So it puts a yeah. smile on your face. <laughs> so to see that type of message, to know that I'm inspiring to a lot of kids, you just give me that little extra boost, that extra push that, that you can come from nothing to something just by, by willing to believe and, and, and believe in God that anything can change, you know? Mm-hmm. So... So I always had uh, have that perspective on believing. I've always, as a kid, I've always prayed to God that God, like whatever it is, just just get us out of here and to, to have a better life, you know. And all my prayers have been ex- accepted, so I'm really I'm really grateful for it. So I've always had belief that, yeah, my life is terrible, but there's always somebody that's worse than I am. Yeah, you know. So whatever trials and and setbacks I have, I just need to be strong and be patient with it because. At the end of the tunnel, there's always a light. That's what they say, you know? So you just have to believe in and, and, and just say, look, it's my life. This is how you're going to be. And somebody else is dealing with it. It's my turn to deal with it. So let me deal with it and, mm-hmm. and then pass it to someone else's turn, you know? That's how I look at it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going through something hard. This is difficult. It's my life, okay? I, this is my turn for me to deal with this hardship. And then I know it's going to be somebody else's turn to deal with it. So I, I got to finish it and deal with it and just pass it on. But at the same time, is ever since I came to America my, my, my mom was my mom never wanted to be here 
Mm. She, she, was, she, she just came here with all struggles because of me and my little brother to become whatever we wanted to be. And I wanted to be a soccer player. Like, I'm grateful for everything. So through that journey, I've always think, my mom, my mom told you to be whatever you want to be. She was, she's here for you. She's just here to provide for you until you can provide for yourself. Like my mom wants to go back and live her rest of her life back in, in, yeah. in yeah. Africa. She doesn't want to be. She has no life here. She just sits home all the time. She wants to go back to see her older daughters, spend time with them, walk around in the market like normal women do and stuff. Yeah. And so she just wants to go back, but she didn't realize, damn, like she just she just sacrificed everything just to be where I am today. Yeah. So that's what was motivation every day going up, you know, push that limit, do a little extra for my mom, do a little extra for my mom. And then when, when you accomplish something like that, you can't describe it. It's just full of toy, like joy, I mean, and, and tears. Because mm. you, you look at your mom's like your mom, like, you know, I did it because of you. Mm. Without you, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I, thanking you is not enough. Mm, sure. G- giving, giving you is not enough. So mm. only God, only God can repay mm-hmm. what you have done for us. So every day I see my mom, I kiss on the forehead. I just, you know, make the same prayer. I say, may God, you know, make you happy. Like the way, may God take care of you and make you happy. Like the way you took care of us and made us mm-hmm. happy. That's every prayer I see when I see my mom. So it's, it, it's, 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 it's crazy. You know, I'm, I'm happy for everything that happened to my life because he made me who I am on this day. And, you know, if you, if you see me, if you talk to Dom about me, he'll, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll tell you that he, I'm always grateful for everything I have. For sure. You know, sure. like he, Dom will complain, Handala doesn't dress nice. Before I moved in with him, I live here <laughs> with him. So he'll tell you, Handala doesn't dress nice. And I'm seeing Dom looking nice and stuff. He's like, yo, you can't, you can't be working with me and Wally and, and not looking like this. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, what do I have to wear then? But I sit down with nice shoes, nice things. And I was like, damn, I can't compete with you, man. This clothes is not for me. Like, pants with slippers, man, is good for me. He's like, Hanwala, I gotta, I said, I said, he said, either that or you can't hang out with me. I said, why? I said, I feel like I'm carrying somebody. and so he's like bro you gotta bro he's like you know I'm happy with what I have man like you know I used to have one short that one short that turns from from I don't know from black to brown bro like you know now I get to have three four shorts five shorts is enough man like he's like no you still gotta dress nice don't be taking me to shopping you know you gotta dress this I'm wearing I'm just seeing normal things then and then suddenly you see me dressing nice and Dom's out here in the corner smiling yes (laughs) Yes, you know, if you tell Dom, Dom will tell you all this. Yeah, Dom yeah. knows I don't know. Dom knows I don't know how to cook. It's my first time I moved to Nashville from Seattle. First time in my life living with my mom. Yeah. And man, like I, I it, you know, I moved in like I was the end of the season, so I stayed in a hotel. And Dom was like, "Yo, you, I mean, you got a place?" I was like, "Nah, I don't know." Figure. I was like, "You can't, you know, I just got a place. Come stay with me. It's a nice big house, you know." So I decided, yeah. you know. You know what? Like, let me stay with you, you know. And I don't know how to cook, so I buy air fryer. And I buy, like, a, <laughs> <laughs> I went to YouTube. So then, they, you know, right? Dom taught me to make like rice, pasta, chicken. All that. uh-huh. So literally, just that's all. Like, like know how to cook. So I'm just yeah. waiting for Dom to get in the kitchen, you know, and start cooking. <laughs> I just yeah. eat, man. I just eat and do and do groceries. That's what I do, man. I'm I'm grateful to have Dom in general. Shout out yeah. to him because um, he's awesome. made my life. My life easier to him, even though at the same time he's man, he's pain in the ass. I'm gonna lie, <laughs> man. He, he want, he want, he want. He thinks a certain way. It's kind of funny, you know. Yeah. Like he, you when you when you're around him, you're not like because I'm I'm obsessed with my phone. I be on my phone all the time. 
he be yeah. slapping him. Man, put that phone down, man. Talk to me. <laughs> like, like, dumb. Like, I know, but I look when we're in practice, man. Like, he just be bumping into me. Like, you know, I'm like skinny little guy, so he just pushes me, and he says, "You're not drinking enough milk, and while you're not drinking, I'm like, come on, man. Bread and milk. Like, bread and milk. <laughs> I say, I'm out of bread, bro. <laughs> he say, you need to go to groceries. So, it, like, yeah. you know, he, he he gives me the list of groceries, man. Sometimes I don't even know what the fruit is. Yeah, man. I'd be like, Dom is awesome, man. Dom's Dom's great. I was like, yo, what the heck is pear, man? Like, I'm asking, excuse me, man. What is pear? It's in the list, and it'll be like some honey. What is this? So I'd be like going through groceries. I feel so embarrassed. I feel like I'm in America for at this point. I should know this. This, bro. I cannot buy a certain type of tissue. Like if I go there, I buy a tissue. It's just tissue, and I bring it home. Dom's like, no, not this one, man. (laughs) I'm like, what am I supposed to buy? You said tissue. This is it. You say you have to buy the bare one, the bare one. I say, which one is the bare one? So I go there, I just, but it's, you know, living with Dom, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just reminds me of like, you know, back in the days, this For is, sure, man, man, it's crazy. Like there's certain things I don't know. I thought I know everything, man. Like once you move into your own house and stuff, there's, yeah, it's a, there's a lot of things. Game, man. Like now I have to like, I, like when I live with Dom, I wash, I wash everything with my hand. Yeah. Like, the dishes, you know, I pile them up, wash them. Yeah. Dom looked at me, he's like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm washing the dishes. He says, no, nah, put in the dishwasher. I said, what the fuck is the dishwasher? <laughs> he said, you put it here, you put this here, you turn it on, everything is clean. I said, you li-. I said, you lying. There's no way. <laughs> I said, you know, you could have sent me hours if you told me earlier. I said, yeah, do it. Put there, come back two hours, everything is clean. I said, man. I said, damn, like, we're, we're in the generation of like... Yeah. Well, this is recently yeah. too. Like recently, like a couple months ago, he's like, "Gotta put in the dishwasher," and I'm out here. I'm out here using the hand soap to wash the dishes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. man. Appreciate, nah, appreciate you. you coming out, though, bro. Nah, man. Sorry for taking your time, but nah, nah man. This yeah, was a yeah, beautiful yeah, conversation, man. One of the it inspired me. No, no, no. Thanks got, for having. Want to let our listeners it. know where they can find you because I feel like a lot of people are gonna yeah, listen yeah, to they, your story. My my, uh, my Instagram is either. Uh, at Hanwala, so H A N D W A L L A, so Hanwala. Yeah. So they can find me on Instagram or they Google or Twitter or anything. I'm I'm on there. Yeah, I'm gonna look uh, up some yeah. more of your highlights, bro, on YouTube. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I gotta check it out. All right, <laughs> uh, no worries, but no, no, thanks, thanks for having me, man. It's just sure. uh, even think about it, it's, it's been a long time talking about where I come from. It kind of kind of give me that little goosebump again, saying, "Man, for I sure. came, I came sure. far." But it's a it's a little reminder, saying like, "Man, just you, whatever you're going through, man, and all you come from a long way, so just be appreciative of everything you have." So being coming here, man, is not only to tell my story, but sometimes it kind of like you know inspires me yeah, yeah, yeah. myself again, saying like, "Man, it's been it's been a minute since I tell people my story." I don't really like to share my story with people. I just you know I just go through the motion, and but yeah. just reminding myself and talking to you guys. Makes me appreciate life even more now, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, man, thank you, bro. Thank you so much, bro. No, thank you all for peace, having man. me. No, I thank you. I wish you all peace, man. God yeah, be with yeah. you guys. Protect you guys, you and your families, man. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Absolutely. Okay, when I don't finish, I be ha. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. This really does help engagement and allows other people to be able to check out our awesome content. And also follow us on social media, Instagram to be specific at V-L-L-G-B-O-Y-Z. And most definitely and more importantly, we shall catch you on the next episode. Oh, yeah.
Vamos!